0: Deal with Airplane Great Peanuts. peanuts.
1: If you've been online the past few days, odds are you've seen a lot of people talking about Matt Rife.
0: Matt Reif. Matt Reif
2: is being canceled for his Netflix special. People on the internet are trying to cancel Matt Reif. This man right here speed ran getting canceled and losing his entire audience
1: intentionally. Fresh off a world tour and his debut Netflix special, Matt Reif's popularity is at an all time high. But ever since Natural Selection came out on November 14th, a portion of his fans have completely turned on Matt Reif. Attempting to cancel the comedian for Joe made about domestic abuse during his stand-up comedy special. Just a month ago, it seemed like the entire world was in love with this guy. So how did he end up here? Does it even matter? And was it
0: intentional? No, I think the subject matter all just comes down to intention. Like, what's your intention in saying some reckless shit right now? Are you trying to upset somebody or are you trying to make light of a certain subject so that way it doesn't take, take up such a negative space in someone's mind and they can laugh about something that may have brought them so much grief and discomfort? It's no secret Matt
1: Reif's audience is made up of majority women, primarily young women, who were first introduced to stand-up comedy through Matt's viral online clips. And while it's great that he's been able to spread awareness and grow the art form to an entirely new group of people, this same strategy has come back to bite him in the ass to a certain extent. Matt Reif is almost always performing for a theater full of 25-year-old girls who can't name one other stand-up comedian and are all expecting to hear flirty crowd work. But when they instead get a domestic abuse joke, this type of aftermath is kind of predictable. A lot of his fans haven't been exposed to much stand up, if any, and struggle to comprehend the concept of the intent behind the words mattering more than the words themselves.
2: You can tell by who he is, by the way he delivers jokes, mm-hmm. by the way he does his crowd work. He goes in, but in the most non-serious way. It's like watching Shane Gillis and thinking he like he means all of, oh, dude. He's this is where he he finds dark funny. Mm-hmm. That's fine. These comics are trying to make you laugh. Look at their intent. The intent is to make you laugh. I promise you Matt Reif is a very respectful young man. He's not out beating people. He's not pro-domestic violence. And that joke is not making anybody go home and hit their wife. Yeah. You you know what? You touchy You touchy pussies. Just because it's not fun for you doesn't mean other people aren't having fun with
1: it. You don't get to be the fucking fun police. You don't get to police what other people think is funny. Just for fun, quickly compare Matt Reif to the other biggest name in stand-up right now, Shane Gillis. Shane has about a 0% chance of being called a misogynist by his audience because one, they're all the bros, but two, they seem to understand humor and have a baseline knowledge of what comedy is and what comedians are supposed to do. In fact, I'd even go as far as to say the demographic that makes up Matt Reif's fan base is typically the group of people who like to virtue signal on their Instagram stories and genuinely feel scared of being judged by their peers for laughing at certain jokes. Now, this is obviously a large sweeping generalization, and there's plenty of exceptions to that rule, but it's not just ex-fans who Matt Reif is getting heat from. There's plenty of negativity thrown Matt Reif's way from male comedy fans as well. Although these stances are often difficult to interpret because it seems like some people are just hating for hating's sake and echoing the opinions of other people online who have also never seen him live and wanna judge an entire 12 year career solely from the crowd work clips they see on Instagram. If you've done your own research and find him not to be your cup of tea, that's totally fine. But it is impossible to say he's never done anything funny because his apology to this recent outrage was an all timer.
2: For the people that were complaining, he sent them a link said, this is if you're complaining, here's where you should leave your complaints. Mm-hmm. And it was a link for people to buy special needs helmet yes
1: the good news for matt is this pushback literally doesn't matter at all in fact it's only going to make him bigger while at the same time weeding out some of the low quality comedy fans that jumped on his bandwagon without fully knowing what to expect which is of no fault of their own but to turn around and try to dictate what other people get to enjoy just because you don't like it is ridiculous
0: and embarrassing yes i have this massive fan base that is predominantly women who are such a powerful fan base. Like, they're so supportive. And I mean, obviously, I mean, look at, I mean, the ticket sales we did in 48 hours (laughs) is insane. But then I have to sort through all of those fans to find, okay, who are the real comedy fans? Who's right. actually here because they believe I'm a I'm, I'm a funny big... comedian?
1: You guys have been asking for Joke World merch for a long time now, and I'm happy to announce it's finally here. We got hoodies, we got hats, we got t-shirts, we got flags, and we got coffee cups. And from now until Christmas, we will be donating one item of food to Feeding America for every merch item purchased. So if you want to support the channel while helping out those in need, check the link in the description below. Now back to the video. Guest spots from last week. The Joe Rogan experience talked with Dave Smith and Ralph Barbosa. War Mode was on Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. Whiskey Ginger talked with Mike Barbiglia. Miss Pat was a guest on Tiger Belly. Are you garbage to not have a guest? Flagrant was a solo episode. Two Bears One Cave was Burton and Tom, Tom and Bert. Dave Smith and Greg Fitzsimmons were on Kill Tony. Ian Fidance went on Chrissy Chaos. And Taste Buds posted a best of 2023. It's, it's time, time to get salty. It's time to get salty. It's time, time to get salty. Grow up with
2: the shoes. Grow up. Wow. Yeah. You're 45 years old. You're running around oh, wow. like Punky Brewster. What? It's enough. <laughs> Shout out, Punky. It's enough. It's enough. Oh, wow. See, I thought these were... I thought these were it's enough. H- hot like fire as the kids... It's enough. You know, shoes don't make a well, personality. Me, you know well, what I
1: mean? Oh, really? Yeah, stop. Well, I have enough to go around on a <laughs> Uh Pimp, do you like them?
2: I love them. I love them. V? Love him and obsessed. Okay, one of these guys t- is yeah. doing his
1: own thing. Pip's <laughs> wearing a shirt that was sewn together from two different shirts. <laughs> <laughs> this past weekend with Theo Vaughn spoke with Wayne Gretzky. Mike Cannon and Mike Fenoya were on Hey Babe. Ryan Sickler visited your mom's house. We Might Be Drunk was with Eddie Pepitone. Todd Berry was on The Blocks Podcast. Todd was also on Stavi's World. Jake Cohen was on Take Your Shoes Off. Being Ian with Jordan welcomed Civ from Gorilla Biscuits. Harrison Greenbaum was on You Know What Dude. The Honeydew Talked with Prof. Girls Gotta Eat when on First Date. And Rick Glassman was on the Harland Highway. As far as new stand-up comedy specials are either out right now or coming out soon, Mike Verbiglia released The Old Man in the Pool on Netflix last week week. Also on Netflix is Verified Standup, a two-part comedy show filmed at Webster Hall in New York, featuring rising comedians such as Dolce Salone, Rosebud Baker, and Nimish Patel. Katie Boyle released I'll Do It Myself, which you can find on her YouTube channel. Also last week, Ali Sadiq released Don't Judge a Book by Its Cover on his YouTube channel, covering stories about parenting, dealing with people in society, and his signature life lessons. We also had Jim Brewer releasing Country Boy Will Survive on his YouTube channel.
2: Right, first you had the Las Vegas call. Remember the Las Vegas call? Today in Las Vegas, an alien landed in a neighborhood that was not by a trailer this time. This is legitimate neighborhood middle-class human beings. And then they, and then they played the, the, the phone message and the guy's saying this, right? Yeah, there's, he's about eight to 10 feet tall and we're very, very frightened. He's really tall, and there's two of them. They're maybe 12 feet tall, and we're just, we're terrified.
0: (laughs) Is anyone buying this, or?
1: Can we drum up climate change, please? And a few specials in the works right now that will be coming out soon. Stavros Halkia's Fat Rascal premieres December 5th on Netflix. Brad Williams' Starfish will be available on his website December 21st, which is also the shortest day of the year. And not technically a stand-up special, but two bona fide legends, Chris Rock and Kevin Hart, are releasing a documentary about their friendship and careers on Netflix December 12th, titled Headliners Only. Other than that, our video highlighting all the best podcast moments from the month of November will be coming out later this week. So be sure to subscribe to Joke World right now if you don't want to miss it. And just a heads up on the new Joke World merch: all orders placed before December 12th will arrive before Christmas Day. Thank you for watching.
0: At Joke World, let's it. At Jokeworld.
2: and the world is W R L D.
0: That's a great uh, YouTube channel, Joke World. Check it out.